part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Artist Pivot Podcast. I am your host, Ayana Major Bay, and I happen to be an actor, voiceover artist, mentor, and world traveler. This is a bi-weekly show featuring conversations about pivots and life lessons from the perspective of artists, those who work in and around the arts, and arts educators. Everyone possesses the ability to pivot. You just have to be reminded sometimes, and that is what I am here to do. To stay up to date and in the know about merchandise, exclusive content, and how to support the show, please subscribe to the newsletter at ayanabay.com slash podcast. That's A-Y-A-N-A-B-E-Y dot com slash podcast. And there is a link in the show notes. We'll get to this week's episode after a word from our sponsors. I have found that therapy is a tool to use to improve your life in one of the healthiest ways. For those who are working on their mental health and well-being, on a journey of facing your fears, or trying therapy for the first time, our show sponsor BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Artist Pivot. That's BetterHelp.com slash Artist Pivot. We Audition is the video chat community where actors can audition, self-tape, rehearse, and get expert industry advice. Get instant self-tape readers through video chat, browse through the dedicated actor meditations, podcasts, and books, meet casting directors in the virtual green room, and also make money by becoming a reader for other actors. If you join We Audition and use code PIVOT, you will receive a 25% discount on your membership. Yes, that's right. We Audition and the Artist Pivot have partnered to bring you this discount. From my own experience, I love being a reader for other actors, and We Audition is so convenient for me when I need a reader myself. Again, if you join We Audition and use the code PIVOT, you will receive 25% off your membership. Link in the show notes. All right, y'all. So today on the podcast, I am so excited to say that joining me is Madame, I have to put that in front as my friend, Madame Faith Bowles, y'all. And so I'm going to give a little bio about her before I bring her in, okay? So originally from Savannah, Georgia, Faith Bowles is an Orlando, Florida-based actor, director, and producer that has been in the theater industry for the past 20 years. She has been a recipient of the 2022 Orlando Critics Pick for Best Actor Broadway World Awards and nominations, as well as the ASCAP Irving Berlin Scholarship. Faith can be seen on stage at various performance venues at Walt Disney World and theaters in the Orlando area. However, she mainly works behind the table, creating and directing projects and shows as a director and producer for New Generation Theatrical, a theater production company in downtown Orlando. Y'all, welcome, Faith, to the podcast. Hello there. Oh, my goodness. Hello. First of all, Madame Faithfuls. I, oh, that was an honor. I've never had that title before. Wow. Thank you, Miss Bay. <laughs> You're welcome, friend. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I have to start oh my with my first question that I love to ask everybody. So if I texted you right now and said, Faith, how are you doing? How's your day going? How you feeling? But you could only respond in emojis only. What would you text me? Probably a big old cup of coffee. Because <laughs> yes. that's what I just had was a cup of coffee. That's like gets me started on my day. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little caffeinated right now. So I'm very yes. energetic. I'm ready to go for this podcast. Oh. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Listen, I will take some of your energy. I have not had my coffee today. I ran to the kitchen before this. I was like, I'm running late. And I grabbed water. Hey, hydrate. We gotta hydrate hydrate before we have that caffeine. I get it. It's all good. Okay. So I will take some of your energy because I haven't had my caffeine today. It will happen in a little bit. I will have my caffeine. But thank you for that imaginary text. I will take 
that that cup of coffee and I will probably text it back and be like, can you send me one? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, and here's a Venmo. Yes. <laughs> Thank. I'd be like, thanks, Fred. You loyal. Just Venmo me for coffee. <laughs> That's loyalty right there. Thank you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. And y'all, I also want to mention, because um, we I, I noticed this before we started recording, that we're both wearing yellow today. I just want to yes. like want to put that out in the atmosphere. We're both wearing yes. yellow. Yes, the energy was there. We felt the energy mm-hmm. through through all the way, thousands of miles away from each other. Because because you're in Chicago, so no, right, I'm in so, Jersey. Right? You're, you're in Jersey. Jersey. Yes, on Jersey. I'm yes. in Jersey. Perfect. Yes, still still thousands of miles away. But still we thousands did. Of miles away. We felt it. We felt it. So I'm I'm happy we're in the yellow this morning. She's had yes. coffee. I've had water. But it's gonna be. <laughs> It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. All right, y'all. So I had the pleasure of working with Miss Faith Bowles now uh, 10 years ago. Girl, you aging us. Why are you telling people our age? um, Wait a minute. I'm proud of my age. Wait a minute. Okay. All right. All right. You're right. You know, you know, we can be looking good. We're looking good. You know, we're seasoned now. We're seasoned now. Listen, I will take (laughs) the seasoning. Okay. I will take the seasoning. We sure will. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But yes, I've had the pleasure of working with this talented beauty. It's 10 years ago, which is kind of crazy. Um, But I brought her on because she's made some pivots in her career and I'm sure she's learned some lessons and is still learning some lessons. Yes. And also, like, you know, those times when you want to resist a pivot, but you're being pushed to pivot and you're like, but why? Because I want to do this mm-hmm. and I can't. So that's mm. what I'm that's what we're going to dig into today, Faith. That's what we're going to we're going to talk about. So my first question to you would be. Did you grow up knowing you wanted to be in the performing arts or was it something that you discovered when you were an adult? So like, how did your career begin? Yes. Well, my mother will tell you that I came out the womb singing. Okay. Because <laughs> she's like, you just had that power and that cry, yeah. um, you know. So I always has been a very like dramatic person. As a child, I just was like that kid that would, put on costumes or AKA like my mom's old, like moo-moos and like <laughs> house dresses and that, like they were like the greatest thing ever. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But as a kid, that is the greatest thing ever. So I would wear that and pretend I was like a princess or I would like act out all the Disney movies in my room and like literally like line up all of my stuffed animals as like the, like the audience mm-hmm. and like do the entire movie for them and have my parents come in and like play different characters or have to watch me. I was that kid. Mm-hmm. So being in theater was kind of always there um, in my spirit and in my just in my body and my mind. Um, and I started doing shows like community theater and church shows when I was like 10 years old. Okay. And it just kind of started from there. And I went to performing arts high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always, always in theater, theater okay. shows, doing stuff. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was you. You were... You've been in it since you were young. Like you oh, felt yeah. it and you were like, this is what I'm called to do. This is what I'm, I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Savannah had a great like children's theater program. Mm-hmm. A lot of community theater. We're very blessed to have that. Um, so I got to do a lot of really different types of different shows too, which mm-hmm. was like really, really cool um, as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that. So mm-hmm. then when you got a little bit older, mm-hmm deciding to then make theater a career. What was your, I guess, in essence, thought process? Was it always, even though, you know, you had the privilege of doing theater when you were a kid, not everybody picks it as a career choice. So Mm -hmm. tell me about, I guess, the moment or moments when you were like, yeah, I think I want this to be my career more than just what I do, you know, in school or, or um, go to rehearsal at night or what have you. What was that point? Well, the thing is, is that like, I, I knew from the child, this is what I wanted to do. There was like ah, okay. not anything else that I wanted to do. Like I was eat, breathing, living theater. Like I was listening to musicals. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you any pop song was on the radio, but I could tell you the dates <laughs> of certain shows and like what dates they were on Broadway and 
who's who was in them like i was like very knowledgeable like i was watching pbs i was like i think like back in the day on turner classic movies mm-hmm. they used to play like rogers and hammerstein musicals on the weekends and i would watch them like i was i was like okay i want to do this you know mm. um but i think what really kind of like made me go huh i could do this and get paid for it yeah um was um when my mom took me to go see the national tour of phantom of the opera it went to atlanta yeah. Um, at the Fox Theater. And I think I was like, I had to have been like maybe 11, maybe 12 mm-hmm. years old. And that was when I like first saw like professional actors like on stage. And that's when I was like, okay, I mm-hmm. think this is something that I could do maybe like as a job. Yeah. And then it was just researching that and just learning more about like the audition process and, and things like, like that. So. Okay. Understand. I 100% relate to that because that was my experience too. I was 11 when I saw Ragtime on Broadway and I was like, that's it. Bingo. Like, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm Mm -hmm. doing with my life. Like, it's more than just a hobby or something I'm obsessed with or like creating my home musicals. It was like, bingo, that's it. And then everything from that was like, everything else after that was like, okay, I'm going to be an actor. Like, like you said, yeah. you went to performing yeah. arts high school, correct? Yes, I did. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to be an actor. Okay. So then you decided to go to college for mm-hmm. theater. And yes. where did you end up going? I so I went to a small conservatory in Virginia called mm. Shenandoah Conservatory of Music. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I went there for musical theater and opera because I was crazy. I decided at that time, I was like, why am I double majoring? This is insane. Like, these are so many credits. Like, this is, this is crazy. I why was thinking know that like, about you. Opera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why my love of Audra is deep because... You know, I understand her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, so, but yeah, no, I was, yeah, I have a BFA in music theater and opera performance. So from Shenandoah, yeah, it's wonderful school. Love, love, yeah. love that school. Nothing but amazing things to say about that program. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I just, mm-hmm. I mean, again, I can relate. The overachiever me could of that time could relate because taking, you know, a massive amount of credits when I was in school and I was like, why are you doing this? Yeah, it was insane. Like, I mean, it was definitely worth it because like, again, like I've, I've been able to use my opera degree in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, But at the time I was like, what am I doing? I remember I had to take like a, like, I'd like take a semester of summer school because in order for me to graduate on time, because my parents were like, we're only paying for four years. So after that, you better figure it out. <laughs> so I was like, well, I guess I'm going to summer school one summer because that's how I'm going to be able to get through it in four years. So you know, but exactly, uh, exactly. But yeah, but it, I mean, but it definitely was worth it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used I've used both parts of my degrees in like so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I love that. I love that. Wow. I'm. Wow. Okay. Double major. I'm okay. Uh-huh. Babe, listen. Uh-huh. All right. And uh-huh. you did it. You did. It. I, girl, I was out there. I was in those streets. I was well. I was in the library. <laughs> did, actually, right. I was not in right. the streets. You were not in the streets. You, you weren't even on the sidewalk. You was in the library. <laughs> nope. I was library in the practice room. That's where I was. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly where I was. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. And so, I guess my next question would be. Then, once you graduated, did you have a particular area you wanted to go in? Or was there, like, for instance, the Broadway? A lot of people are like, I'm graduating school and I'm going to Broadway. But there are also people who are like, I'm graduating school and I'm not. I'm going to regional theater. I'm going to musical theater. I'm moving back home to my town and working in the theater. Like, was there a... a a sole goal that you had when you graduated or were you a little bit more, more open and flexible? I was a mixture of both. Okay. Um, so I am a, I am a Southern city girl. Mm-hmm. Like I am, that's just my heart. Like a big city is like never really been my thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not me. Um, so New York was not ever my goal. Um, okay. I, I love visiting New York. I love going to see Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. I do not ever want to live there. I hate being cold. So that's like not 
my yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I knew that New York was not it. Chicago was definitely going to be no, because I hate being cold. <laughs> so the cold out there is disrespectful. It is a whole, listen, Chicago mm-hmm. is a whole different kind of cold. Okay. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's, that is a different kind. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was going to be a no. Right. Um, but I, what I did know is that I wanted to work for Disney. I knew okay. that Okay. from like little child all the way up. I knew that I eventually wanted to work for Disney, but um, just having family that lived in Orlando as a, as a kid and coming here to visit and going to Disney world as a child and having all those experiences. But I knew that I wanted to work other places first before I came to Orlando. Mm-hmm. So I did the regional theater circuit, quote unquote, as they yeah. say. Yeah. So I went to, um, I had made Savannah my home base where I'm from, mm-hmm. but I was never really there because I was hopping around to different regional theaters. Like I went yeah. and auditioned at Uptas, mm-hmm. SETC. I'm sure you remember all those. Oh, um, yes, I do. I, I, think, I think they're still around, right? I have no clue if they're I, even. Honestly, I have no idea. They might be, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, know. I have no idea. But yeah, so that's kind of what I did for a few years. Um, that's mm-hmm. actually how I ended up being at the Greenbrier with you, yes. was auditioning at SETC. I think it was, or, or up as one of those. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So yeah, I just, I want to... I just want to put a pin in that for a second of you knew that New York wasn't it, that Chicago wasn't it already. Mm -hmm. And you knew you wanted to work for Disney and that was what was in your heart and not necessarily Broadway and not necessarily, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I'm going to put it in air quotes, but it's like, the promised land, if you will. It's not really the promised land, but we are taught, a lot of us, especially in musical theater, are taught that that's the promised land, in air quotes, mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. And for you to have the awareness that you already had, that it was like, New York's not it. Chicago's not it. I know I'm a Southern girl at heart, and I mm-hmm. want to work for Disney, and so you are you know, path, your trajectory. was like, I know I'm going to end up there. I just, you know, I'm going to take the road that leads me there. Yeah. I just want to like put a pin in that and also like kind of put that on a pedestal that you had the awareness already. To be like, I know what I don't want. I know what I do want, but I don't know how I'm getting there yet. Yeah, I just, I've always been like someone, thank you, first of all, that's very sweet. But also I think I've always been someone that's like, I try really hard not to go with what the crowd always mm, does. Yeah. And I think Shenandoah was really good about making us individuals okay. and making us be like, you don't have to do what your neighbor is doing. You don't have to do what your best friend is doing. Like, so I think because of that, we all, my graduating class, were able to go off and do different kinds of things. Like some of us are like, like one of my friends is a makeup artist in Seattle and she's a plus size model out there, you know? And then, you know, I have friends who do all different kinds of things, but we still have like that theater creative side, you know? So yeah, that was really cool to, you know, be able to kind of create your own career. And I've, I always try to encourage young people to to do that anyway, be like, create your own path. Like you don't Mm -hmm. have to do the normal, I'm going to graduate and move to New York and then I'm going to audition for this tour and then I'm going to do a cruise line. You don't, it doesn't have to go that way. It, it mm-hmm. can go whatever way you want, really. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whatever way you want and whatever way is also designed for you, I believe. Mm-hmm. That it's like if you let it unfold, it's going to be greater than you actually thought. Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, I didn't even think about that. And how am I here? Like. Mm-hmm. How did I get here? Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, all right, we're here. Thank you. Amazing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Oh, I love that. So you did the regional theater circuit for a while and was the decision to, I'm not going to use the word leave. I want to say like grow, grow out of or move on from the regional theater was that because you finally decided, okay, I'm going to focus on trying to work for Disney or you landed a job with Disney that I was like, hey, I'm out. I'm going to work for Disney. Like, how did you transition from 
you know, because the regional theater circuit can keep you yeah. in it if you let it. You have to decide, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, I think you and I both have those friends who are still in it. You know what we I mean? Do. Like you, we have those same friends who've been yes. doing it for 10, 15, 20 years. Yes. You know, um, I, I think for me, I when I start to get restless, uh-huh. And I start to get bored. Mm, That's mm-hmm. usually when I know something is, is something's a little weird. Cause yeah. let me tell you, complacency can ruin your career. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. Complacency is not, is not always a good thing. Mm-hmm. It means that you're comfortable and you're not growing as an artist or growing as a person. Yeah. So I think it's important to always make sure that you are trying to level up every time. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that I was just kind of staying the same. I wasn't really growing. I was kind of like getting called back for the same theaters, which is, they're wonderful theaters. And mm-hmm. I was nothing against them because they're amazing. I just felt like I wasn't growing as an artist. I felt like I was staying stagnant. And so I need to put myself in an uncomfortable situation for me mm-hmm. to be able to get out of my comfort zone and grow. So I knew that what was going to scare me was to move into a brand new city that no one knew me mm-hmm. in with a suitcase and a prayer. All right. I knew maybe like two people here, like my, my other male singer on my cruise ship contract. And then my other friend from college, that was it when I moved mm-hmm. to Orlando. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is scary for me. I am 27 years old. I'm close to 30 at that time. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is it. I'm only going to move one time and this is it. <laughs> yeah. And so I had a savings account and I said, okay, Lord, I'm here. Send me, send me on my way. Mm-hmm. And I moved and I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a year. And a year has turned into 10 years. It has been 10 years since January, this past January. So wow. clearly I was supposed to be here. So, and um, open to buy a house next year. So I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. First of all, congratulations. 10 Thank years. You. I'm also Thank saying you. pre-congratulations to your house. Thank you. I'll take You're that welcome. manifestation. Thank you. Yes. Pre-congrats. <laughs> Congrats on the house. But I want to, again, put another pin in the fact that, again, you were aware enough in yourself to know, yes, something's got to budge. Something's got to give. And I don't want what I have anymore. And like mm-hmm. you said, complacency, if you let it, could have killed your career. Mm-hmm. Or not, I don't want to say killed your career, but it could have kept it capped. Yes. You're not growing. You're just yes. staying. You know? Yes. And, and, and honestly, and there is nothing wrong with staying in the regional theater circuit for however long you want to. It's, mm-hmm. again, create your own career. Yes. You know what I mean? If you're comfortable with that, amazing. Live your life, boo. Get, you know, do your thing, travel, live your life. You know what I mean? That's not for everybody and that's okay too. So, yes. you know, just like how Broadway is not for everybody and just like how New York's not for everybody. You know, you yes. just have to create your own path. Your own, yes, 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 yes. And so with the move to Orlando with your one suitcase and a prayer, Amen. Amen. Listen, amen. You were clearly meant to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. What was that like? Because I know that's a whole, like, not even a career pivot. That's a life pivot. You moved to a new city and had Mm -hmm. to figure it out. So was the fear your motivator, like, in moving there and in um, foraging a new path for yourself? I think so. I think sometimes people think that fear is a negative thing. It's not Mm -hmm. always a negative thing. Fear can be a positive thing too, because it forces you to get out of your comfort zone and grow. Mm -hmm. So I was scared, but I also was like, I am making this work Mm -hmm. come hell or high water. Mm -hmm. I don't have a choice. I refuse to fail. Mm. I'm going to figure this out. And so that was literally what I told myself every day and still do to this day. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, no, I am destined to be here. I will make it work. And so that's what I did. I hit the ground running. I was emailing every theater in town. Mm-hmm. I was showing up at places. I was passing out my resume. I was showing up to every audition, even though, even if I wasn't right for it, I was there. <laughs> you know, I was going to see shows to network because networking is a big part of being in this business. That's how mm-hmm. you stay employed a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
networking. You know, I was going to, I went to, I think I saw every, every theme park show in Orlando that year, because I was like, I want to see what's going on. I want to know what this show is. So I know when I'm auditioning for it, I know what I'm auditioning for. You know, I, I, I mean, I spent money, you know, doing that, but it paid off because I wanted to see what was going on. You know, I tried mm-hmm. to go see things because you learn by seeing, mm-hmm. you know, art as well. So mm-hmm. I just put myself out there. I tried to, you know, just put my name out there, be present mm-hmm. um, and be in rooms, you know, ask questions, all of those things. Um, because, you know, and I auditioned for everything there. I remember there was an audition at Disney. It Girl, they had audition for like at that time, it was a princess call. Uh-huh. I am not a princess lookalike person at all at that, you know, but no, not even the same realm. But I went because I was like, I want to be seen by these casting directors and they're going to see me. Right. And I'm going to show up and they're going to know who I am. So yeah. I went to every Disney audition for about three months because I wanted them to know who I was. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. But you had to do what you had to do. Like, it was like, right, I'm in a new city. And I'm going to work for Disney. So I'm mm-hmm. going to show up. Even if I'm not right, I'm going to show up. You need to know mm-hmm. who I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I did the same with the theaters around town. Like, I mean, I remember the first night that I moved here, I, they had an audition for Dream Girls at a mm-hmm. theater, an equity theater in downtown Orlando. And I saw that they were having the audition because I was literally like scoping everyone's websites at that time. So I dropped my stuff off. I got in at noon, dropped my stuff off, got in the shower, did my hair, did my makeup, warmed up, was digging through boxes, trying to find my book and my headshot and resume, found it, jumped in the car, ran downtown, did my appointment. Like the day that I moved here, like I, like it was, yeah, I was not playing. (laughs) (laughs) You hit the ground running. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you were right. Come hella hot water. I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. I am. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to see me. You're going to see me. <laughs> you fit to know who I am. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'm here and I'm here to stay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And slay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So take me through then booking your first Disney job and working for Disney. Yeah. So I moved here um, in, in January of, of 10 years ago. I can't, I can't do math. So I don't, I don't do math. I'm in theater. So that's what I always <laughs> tell people. <laughs> so, um, and I auditioned for D- Disney pretty much like that whole month of January. Okay. Um, but they said after I got in that I actually booked my first Disney job through my very first Disney audition, which never happens. It's very, very rare that someone books their first Disney job after like one audition. Yeah. It just was one of those things. I was right place, right timing, but also they were looking to hire someone full time at that time because someone was leaving. Okay. Um, so it, it was for a show that's no longer at Disney, unfortunately, right now. But at that time, it was called The Citizens of Hollywood. Okay. And um, they are um, actors on the streets of Hollywood and um, Sunset Boulevard and Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like old-time movie stars type mm-hmm. things, like 1940s-style movie stars. Yeah. My character um, was, we, we were part of like a trio called the Hollywood Studios Film Crew. Mm-hmm. And so we were a film crew that was filming these stars, but they could never get anything right. So think <laughs> of like different, those like old timey slapstick comedy style, uh, vaudeville style shows. Yeah. It was more like that. Um, but it was all improv based. Um, so <laughs> it was so much fun, very hot cause it was outdoors and it's Florida, but, mm-hmm. um, but it was so much fun. And I, learned from some of the best improv actors in Orlando. Um, It it was fantastic. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. So that was your first job with Disney. And Mm -hmm. then subsequent to that, how many shows did you do with Disney? So I did uh, Citizens of Hollywood for about three years. Mm -hmm. And then in my third year with the company, I learned um, a show called the Hoop-Dee-Doo Musical Review um, and and Finding Nemo the Musical in the same year. Mm -hmm. And actually that same year, I got moved over to Hoop-Dee-Doo 
full time. And I became the first black actor to play the role that I played in Hoop Dee Doo Musical Review. Now I will say Hoop has been around for a very long time. Uh At that time it was like 30 something years. So the fact that I was the first black actor to play the role was there's a lot of things I had to overcome. Um, But um, I'm very thankful um, because now that cast is very diverse. So, you know, um, so yeah, so that was, a big accomplishment for me. And I, and I'm very honored to have that um, yes. on my resume and, and just, just, just in my heart too, you, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Exactly. Wow. That 30 years went by before they had a black woman play mm-hmm. the lead, the lead character, right? Yeah. Her name is Dolly Drew. Um, she's like, um, think like, Annie Oakley mm-hmm. kind of feel like from like Annie Get Your Gun. Okay. Um, she's very like slapstick, like think, um, think like Lucille Ball. Uh-huh. Like it's that kind of feel, you know, um, very funny, very yeah. sarcastic, very dry, very mean, yeah. really, because I'm sarcastic <laughs> yeah. and dry, like, as you know, I am. That, that sounds about you. That sounds about right. They casted the right person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but yeah, I mean, it was, and I, I, one thing about Disney, I was, I really was given some really great opportunities to break mm-hmm. down some racial barriers, which mm-hmm. has been, which was great. You know, it, it definitely, there's a lot that comes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's pros and cons to that. It, it, yes. It's a heavy weight to carry. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I, that was given the opportunity, you know, I got to do a lot of really, a lot of hosting gigs with Disney, yeah. um, for like their PR. Um, and I got to travel a lot on, you know, doing, doing the hosting things for them. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was great, but you know, it's, whenever you are the first, you know, black anything, it, there's mm-hmm. always way to that, you know? Yes. So Yes. Yeah. And that, and that, and that is the same at Disney too. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. 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 And so with that, so you, so, okay. So you're doing this show and was this the show that you were doing up until the pandemic? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes. So okay. I was with them up until 2020. I had been at Hoop for about four years. Okay. Um, yeah, that was my full-time gig. And so a lot of times with Disney, they have you learn different shows around property so you can cover, you know, because as you know, shows don't ever go down at Disney. So they have understudies. Um, so I covered uh, a role in the Frozen sing-along show as well. Um, so I got to go over there sometimes and everything, but my main gig was the do musical review. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. And so then when the world stopped literally stopped right literally um uh (laughs) what what was that like you know first of all during because everything all performing stopped but then you know picking up the pieces because in essence a lot of us had to pivot during it to -hmm. survive and also pivot I say after I put it in quotation marks because the the virus is still around but we're, we're back outside now and dealing with it so like what was that like for you 2020 was hard. It was hard for everyone mm-hmm. in our industry. You know, uh, Disney had a bunch of layoffs. I unfortunately was part of those layoffs. Most, most of entertainment was, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it was, it was tough. It was really, really tough. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I took it really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney was my dream job. You know, like I mentioned earlier, I wanted to work at Disney for a very long time. So it was really, really tough to, to go through that. I moved home actually for a little bit mm-hmm. um, just because I just mentally and emotionally needed to kind of remove myself from Orlando. It was just really hard to, cause my roommate was also laid off. So there was a lot of, it was a lot of us were laid off. So it was just a lot of just sadness. Yeah. So I removed myself and went home for a while and it was good to be around my family too um, mm-hmm. for, you know, during that time being locked in together and, you know, and catching up and things. So, and also too, as performers, when do you ever really get a chance to go home for long periods of time? So, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. so I spent that time with my family and while I was there, I just kind of started thinking about just my life and what I was like, what I wanted to do past 2020. And if Mm -hmm. I wanted to go back to Disney full time and what that looked like if I didn't, and, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just, 
reaching out to different people. And, and I also have a, a great mentor. So I was talking with him a lot and also my therapist. So there was a lot of things I was just trying to figure out, um, you know, for myself and, and, and up until I moved back to Orlando shortly at the end of 2020 going into 2021. Um, and then in 2021, that's when things really switched, you know, for me. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then what, and what was that switch? So, and so at the very end of 2020, going into 2021, uh, a colleague of mine, um, actually one of my best friends, friends, and that sounds weird, best friends, friend, (laughs) but we met socially. Um, He owns a theater company um, here in Orlando, and they actually started at the beginning of 2020, which is like the worst time to start a theater company, but we didn't know that. So it's fine. Right, right. (laughs) We didn't know. Um, But, um, so obviously he was also figuring out his pivot as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and during 2020 and even in 2019, actually, I started working with my mentor and he is, um, a very prestigious, uh, director here in Orlando Mm -hmm. in central Florida. Um, I expressed some interest to him about possibly wanting to learn more about going behind the table. Mm -hmm. Um, Behind, going behind the table was something that I kind of knew I always wanted to do eventually. I just wanted to perform a little bit longer um, and whatnot. But then in 2020, when everything was going down, you know, with everything like with Black Lives Matter and, you know, and the, and the George Floyd murders and things like that, and just really thinking about our industry and how that will affect our industry, I felt like, you know, the time is now. We need more people of color. We need more black directors, producers, you know, people behind the table to help, you know, theater move forward, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I felt like I've been in industry for 20 years. I have a lot of knowledge. This might be my time. This might be it for me. That was one of the things I was thinking about when I was thinking about my pivot in 2020, Mm -hmm. uh, because I had been working with my mentor for a, a full year so flash forward to the conversation with my, with my colleague, he was like, Hey, I have this theater company. Um, you know, and I noticed that you have been working, you know, with your mentor and, and I've been following your journey and I would love to bring you on as a part-time producer and director for us. And it's okay. like, Oh my gosh, great. That sounds great. Yeah. I was like, you know, I definitely would need some, just some training just to kind of watch and grow. And he's like, Oh yeah, sure. So that year in 2021, I started kind of just, coming on for different just projects with them um, mm-hmm. and just watching and growing and observing and then things like that. Um, and then, um, and then in 2022 uh, and by that time still, I was still laid off from Disney. Disney yeah. had not brought some of the entertainers back yet. They were bringing people yeah. back slowly mm-hmm. um, throughout 2021 going to 2022. So um, just because at that time we were still having waves of, coronavirus we were you know i think we we had so many different ones they were trying to bring people back slowly to help with those numbers and florida was all over the place when it came to to cases and things like that so um so yeah so he brought me on as part-time and Mm -hmm. i just really grew to love it and and then um disney of course when things happen like i people when the rains it pours even sometimes in a good way yeah so yeah. it, uh, it, in 2022, in March 2022, I got finally got my phone call uh, to go back to Disney mm-hmm. uh, to be at Hoop. And I got the phone call and it was like, most of my colleagues were like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to go back to work for Disney. This is amazing. I've been waiting for this phone call. This is awesome. And when I got my phone call, it wasn't the same excitement mm-hmm. that my other cast members had mm-hmm. i was excited yes but it was a weird it was different it was a like oh cool yeah great and it was that weird complacency feeling again that i talked about earlier about mm-hmm. that feeling of like okay I, I i feel a little a little stagnant here yeah what does that yeah. mean you know so the good thing about with Disney, when they offer you contracts, and I love this even with theaters, is they give you time to think about it. You know, they give you some time. You know, take take your time. Like, you take 24 hours, take a week, whatever you need for you to mm-hmm. kind of get your ducks in a row. And mm-hmm. and I 
girl, I did more praying in that 48 hour span (laughs) than I think I ever have ever in my life. I was like, Lord, please just like guide my feet. Like I just, if this is something I'm supposed to do, please let me know, blah, blah. You know, and I just was really, I was really wrestling. I really, 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 really was. And, you know, and I was like, okay, well, the next day I woke up and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this because nothing has come along, you know, again, in God's timing, not in ours. Yeah, uh-huh. um, so, and I'm very impatient. I'm an impatient person and oh. he knows that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I took, I took the contract and everything. We started rehearsals three days later. I get a phone call from my colleague. Now my boss, Hey, like, Hey, we have this uh, opening full, a full-time salary position for as a director or producer for the company do you want to do you want to come on here's your salary and i was like okay all right perfect yeah okay we're gonna do this you know because one of the things i was praying for in 2020 was that lord if i'm not supposed to be at disney please give me a job that will pay more than what i'm getting paid at disney because Mm -hmm. right now as a as a performer I was like, I'm, I have a great gig right now. Like I'm getting paid very well. I have great benefits. I'm in Florida. I'm close to my hometown. Like if there is something that I'm supposed to be doing, that's not performing at Disney Lord, please let me know. And please guide me. Yeah. You know, so, and it happened, you know? And so I was like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is it. Mm -hmm. And the rest is history. So yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, I, I, mm, mm mm-hmm. Yup. <laughs> I I I love that. And mhm there there is this uh when you said you got that phone call and you were like I'm happy but that mm-hmm. feeling of I'm happy but I think that's you your your intuition, your soul, your connection with God to be like mm, there's something else for you. Mm-hmm. There's some because you you in essence you did check off. Okay, I worked for Disney. I did the dream yeah. job. Now it's time for you to grow and expand. Yeah. And growing and expanding is freaking scary. It is. It is very very scary. It is very very scary. And and I think we all I think we all kind of changed in 2020. Mm-hmm. Some some of us for worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Some of us for better. Uh huh. Uh huh. And. I think at that time, I just was like, how can I help the theater industry move forward in a way that is going to be beneficial for people who look like me? Yeah. And I also have the knowledge and it's something that I've always wanted to do. And I've known that. So why not use this time for me to do it? I think this is it. This is my time. Yeah. You know, so... And I honestly, it was the best decision ever. And also, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> and uh-huh. the body hurts now. You can't <laughs> kick your face. Remember, we can't kick our face like how we used to with Virginia, Ayana. Like no. how we were like. No, we cannot. <laughs> no, we cannot, Faith. We cannot. <laughs> because the, my first show back after the pandemic, I was in pain. Yeah, girl. I was in pain. pain. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's real. That's real. You know. So, uh, but yeah, I, I honestly would not have it any other way. I'm so, yeah. so, so, so happy with my decision. I really, really am. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. That, that like you can sit in the fact that you're like, no, I'm happy with my decision because I, I do also think as performers and creatives and artists, you know. If I if I go in this direction, does that mean I lose this part of me? Right. Like there's a, I, we 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 are projecting a, a a finality, finality, finality. What's the word? To like this is if I make an if I make a pivot, that's mm-hmm. it. It's final, which is right. not true. No, it's not. And I think one of the things my therapist, who I I love my therapist, I've been going to her for nine years. She mm-hmm. knows me very well, and. One of the things she said to me, and it made me go, huh, you're so right. Mm -hmm. And she said, she was like, just because you stop 
performing full time does not mean that you're not still an actor. Mm. She was like, do you think that doctors who retire just stop being doctors? They're still doctors. They just don't do it full time anymore, but they're still considered a doctor. Ooh. And you're, it's not any different from actors. Like just because you're not acting or on stage acting full time does not Mm. mean that you stop being an actor. Yeah. So, and I was like, yeah, no, you're so right. So that's why I I still tell people I'm an actor first by train because I am, I'm still, I am an actor first. Yeah. And then I'm also a producer and a director. Right. Right. You know, so, and the cool thing about my job is that I am able to do a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just did a production of Kinky Boots, you know, right. here in Orlando, you yeah. know, and, and, and May, you know, so I get to pick and choose the times I get to be on stage versus just being on stage because like, I need this job. I have to pay rent. I have to pay bills. This is yeah. like, no, no, I like, I, I'm doing this, this musical or this play because I want to. Yeah. Because I because I want to have that artistic uh, outlet other than being behind the table. And I, that there's a freedom. There's a freedom in that. Ooh, yes. Yes. That that there's a there's a freedom in that. And like that's beautiful. That is beautiful, mm-hmm. Faith. And I'm so happy you found that. And like Thank you. Yes, I celebrate you for that. Like I'm so Thanks, happy friend. you found that. Oh, I love it. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. So my course. one last question to you would be, what would be your word of advice or your nugget of wisdom to artists, creatives, and quite frankly, humans, other beings mm-hmm. about pivoting and making a change? A couple of things. So don't feel like you have to do what other people are telling you to do Mm -hmm. and pushing you to do or what your neighbor is doing. Because most of the time people are projecting their experience onto you. That's just what we do by nature. Um, And so what someone's experience is, it might be a completely different experience for you. So you have to look within yourself and figure out what you want and what you need. They don't have to understand what you're doing. Only you have to understand what you're doing. Ooh, yes. And that's all that matters. And that's all that matters, to be honest. Like, if, if you can wake up in the morning and look yourself in the mirror and be okay with you, then that's that's all that's all that really matters. So that's that's one big one. Yeah. Um, the second one is don't let don't let fear keep you from doing something that you want to do Mm -hmm. again fear is not always a negative thing Mm -hmm. fear can be turned into a positive thing so instead of being scared of something think about the positive of what could happen if you did it yeah and write out your manifestations like i was like oh i'm going to succeed Mm -hmm. there there is no other option right and here are the ways I'm going to succeed. And here's what I'm going to do. If you write it down nine times out of 10, you're going to do it because you remember it and you look at it. Yeah. So I would just say, write it down and manifest your future. Cause I basically manifested my future. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that's what I was doing at the time because right. I was younger, but that's basically what I did. Mm-hmm. So and there's power in that. There's power in words, you know, and there's power of things that you tell yourself, you know? Yes. So, um, so just knowing yourself and knowing like, yeah, this isn't really for me, but that's cool. If it's for you, it's just not really my vibe. Yeah. So I'm going to go do this, but I'll pray for you and let me know how it goes. Like, and that's totally okay. That's totally okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. Faith. I love that. I just, I filled my soul. Like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So before I let you go, like, thank you so much for sharing. This has been a treat of for me. Course. And I hope thank everybody you. is listening. Uh, it's been such a treat. It's I, been so fun. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So first thing, where can everybody find you if you want to be found? <laughs> Out here in these social media Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on all social platforms. Um, so it's the same handle for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the at sign faith is so F is in Frank, A is in Apple, I T H, and then the, the letter L is in love, 
And then last name is B as in boy, O-L-E-S. That's all in one. There's no spaces in there. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, though I don't, I'll be honest. I use TikTok as more of watching. There's old videos from 2020 when we were all in the, like locked lockdown, but go and enjoy those if you want. That's fine. <laughs> uh, TikTok. I'm also on Twitter <laughs> and I'm also on Facebook too. So you can find me there. And then also if you want to follow our company, my theater production company, um, we are new generation theatrical, three different words. Uh, the website is www.newgentheatrical.org. You find all of our information about our shows and um, you'll see my bio in there as well. And we're also on um, all socials as well, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and Facebook. So make sure you come and go follow us. We have a great season. So if you're in the Orlando area and you want to come see some amazing immersive theater that gets you going, come come check us out. We, we do some great stuff. Yes. Thank you for that. And don't worry, everything will go into the show notes so you can easily click. So all the information will be there. And mm-hmm. I must say to you, Faith, that I acknowledge you, I celebrate you, and wow. I uplift you. Oh, thank you, Ayana. I feel the same way. I'm so proud of you, too. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yay. (laughs) I hope you have been informed and inspired by this week's episode. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are out. To stay up to date and in the know about merchandise, exclusive content, and how to support the show, please subscribe to the newsletter at ayanabay.com slash podcast. That's A-Y-A-N-A-B-E-Y dot com slash podcast. And there's a link in the show notes. This show's executive producer is Ayana Major Bay and editor is Kieran Neiman. Thank you for tuning in and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>